There's a battle going on for the heart and soul of America, and the right side must win. It's time for Ladies Can We Talk with Debbie Georgiatis. On Ladies Can We Talk, we talk truth about America and why it matters to you. Ladies Can We Talk starts now. And good evening and welcome to Ladies Can We Talk. This is Debbie Georgiatis, your host for the next two hours. We have a great and full packed show to go. And this opening segment, this segment I call the Speak Up for America segment, I want to talk, you know, the show largely or basically is dedicated to the idea that every generation has the job to preserve the exceptional, unique nature of America. And this is our generation, it's our time, and there are a lot of wonderful things about America that we can lose if we don't focus on them and hold on to them. Well, one of them is freedom of speech and not just freedom of speech, but freedom to explore ideas, to talk to each other, to have the right to meet and gather and speak about ideas. We're going to talk later in the show about what's happening with the Trump protesters in California, how they are, um, you know, trying to essentially block him from being able to talk. We're going to talk a little later in this segment about the protests in um, California against the idea of climate change, the basic notion that climate skeptics were going to be criminally prosecuted, think tanks and, and organizations under a bill in California. And also we're going to talk a little later about what happened to Lieutenant General Jerry Boykin, where his invitation to speak at a prayer breakfast at an army base, Fort Riley in Kansas, was withdrawn because of the uh, opposition of just virally radical anti-Christian group and essentially is pretty much one person. So we're going to talk about how speech is being squelched in this country and it's really a bedrock idea that keeps us free to share ideas, understand ideas, listen to the other guy. But a big story that happened in Texas this week, and I want to focus on this in our, our um, Speak Up for America segment, has to do with a gentleman named John Guandola. And honestly, I don't think I'd heard of him before this past week. But he has kind of an amazing life story. Um, he is a former special... Um, He's in the Marines. I think he went to West Point. He was in the Marines. He's a special ops guy. He's a very, you know, he served the country valiantly. He then went on to work in the FBI. He worked there for a while. What he does now is he goes around the country and tries to speak to people about the dangers, the threat of radical Islam. What he tries to expose what the agenda of this radical Islamist is and how we can watch for and protect ourselves against it. So it's a really, I think, a vital thing he does. So he had an appointment. He had a, a, an event set in Texas, and that event was um, going to be uh, held at a college at Steeter Valley College in Lancaster, Texas. And the event was set and it was canceled by the college because of a letter sent by an organization called CARE. And you've probably all heard of CARE, C-A-I-R. And it is the, um, CARE is the Council on American Islamic Relations. But why this matters so much is this. CARE itself was an unindicted co-conspirator in the Holy Land trial. CARE is essentially arms locked with Hamas, a terrorist organization. We're going to talk more about CARE in a moment because they're, they're a front group. They make it sound like they are the, you know, community organization to try to spread understanding of Islam. They're not. They're connected to Hamas. But back to John Guandola, he wanted to give this speech at a college. People wanted to attend. But because one organization, CARE, raised a protest, the college canceled his speech. Fortunately for him, 
he found another place to give this talk this this past week, and he did go ahead and give it. But CARE is following him around the country, and every time he has tries to have or has a speech set up, CARE challenges him. And they don't just write a polite letter and say, would you please cancel? They use words, they label him with things like, notorious Islamophobe, conspiracy theorist. They describe him in such ugly terms that everybody who receives that letter thinks, well, I don't want to... I don't want to be part of that. I mean, if he's really a notorious Islamophobe, if he's really um, making things up, I don't want to do that. So they cancel him. And the reason this matters is this. If you don't want America to become the next Brussels, Paris, what's happening in London, what's happening in Sweden, you need to understand that this effort by CARE and other organizations on the left to shut down America's connection with the truth about the danger spread by radical Islam you need to be alert to it and recognize it and and recognize that you are being told you're not allowed to hear other Americans speak. We'll tell you what you can hear. Related to that and this threat to the freedom of speech has to do with something that most unfortunately happened this past week. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Microsoft agreed to uh, comply with the hate speech standards put out by the EU, the European Union. So last week, a sweet woman who grew up in Sweden, who was upset with her, uh, the fact that there have been so many refugees coming to Sweden that's gone from being one of the safest countries in the world to having the second highest instance of rape in the world. So she put a video out explaining what happened to her home, what happened her home country, what the threat was, what how her country has changed because of the massive influx. The numbers were extraordinary. The the country only has of Sweden only has nine point five million people, and uh, in two thousand fifteen, one hundred and sixty three thousand asylum keepers that's about a tenth of the population of the country came to sweden same number expected for next year so this idea so she put this youtube out and facebook took it down folks we have to have freedom of speech to share the truth and fight back when you see anyone challenging freedom of speech come back after our break i'm going to finish more on this subject and then tune into something else amazing after the break talk to you on the other side Hi, I'm Jean Burke, and I am the creator of College Prep Genius. Colleges go up on their rankings nationally based on test scores. The higher your score, the more money you get. We teach kids that the SAT is a logic test. Every question can be answered in 30 seconds or less. Once a student learns how to take the test, they can raise their score hundreds and hundreds of points, and of course, that's going to give them huge scholarship money. If you want to know how to answer every question in 30 seconds or less, go to www.collegeprepgenius.com. That's collegeprepgenius.com. Hi, my name's Pam Goodwin with Goodwin Commercial. I am the CEO president for Goodwin Commercial. Goodwin Commercial is a boutique commercial real estate company. We specialize in finding site locations for restaurants. We develop property and we help people buy their first investment property. Give us a call today at 214-929-9013 or connect with us on LinkedIn. Also visit our website at goodwincommercial.com. Hi, my name's Steve. 
Steven Sardone from Sardone Construction. The philosophy behind Sardone Construction is we say that we exist to improve lives uh, through the vehicle of remodeling. We think that obviously remodeling can change someone's life, but we like to think that for the better, whether it's improving the way their family connects at night, the way they connect with their friends, the opportunity to have the friends over because they're not embarrassed to their house or for their kids to be able to have their friends over so that their house can be kind of the main hub for all the neighborhood kids. To find us, you can go to SardoneConstruction.com today. That's SardoneConstruction.com. Hi, I'm Jasmine Dodson, and I am an attorney with Dodson Legal Group. I manage the family law, civil litigation, and estate planning divisions of the firm. Five years ago, I ended up joining the practice because I really wanted to get involved with people and help them make the decisions that are going to affect the rest of their lives. We want to make our clients feel comfortable. We want to make them feel welcome. And we want them to understand that they can trust us with their case. Find us on the web at www.dodsonlegal.com. Give us a call at 469-317-3330. Hi, my name is Ron Newton. I am the president of Peak Training Solutions and the author of the book, No Jerks on the Job. In No Jerks on the Job, I use a surprising source of insight, juvenile delinquents, to show you how to rescue your workplace from what is today's most crucial business problem, the presence of adult brats. My book is an indispensable resource for managers, coworkers, and anyone else dealing with toxic people. To get your copy of No Jerks on the Job, visit www.nojerksonthejob.com. I'm Jason Holt the owner of Load-Bearing Wall Pros. Your home is your biggest single investment. Why let two bucks in a truck guess on what structural members need to be installed in your attic or ceiling? Leave that work to the Load-Bearing Wall Pros. If you're like everyone else and you don't know where to turn to have this wall taken down, look no further. Load-Bearing Wall Pros are here at your service. We remove load-bearing walls to open up floor plans. Visit us at loadbearingwall.com. That's loadbearingwall.com. The world of real estate moves fast and technology needs to be able to keep up with it. If agents and home buyers aren't able to communicate in real time, opportunities can swiftly be missed. With Real Locator, the communication gap has finally been bridged. Hi, I'm David Mays, co-founder of Real Locator. I've been a real estate broker for the past 10 years and came from the frustration of buyers not being able to reach agents instantaneously. So that's what we created on demand. Potential buyers now have the ability to immediately connect with a nearby agent, making the home buying process quick, easy, and convenient. Real Locator is free to download. Just grab your smartphone, open the app, see available agents in your area, and connect instantaneously. Real Locator is also the perfect tool for any real estate professional. For real estate professionals, it's a lead generating monster because, you know, you could be at the office doing paperwork and you're going to be able to generate these leads in real time. Download your free version of Real Locator on the Apple iTunes Store today or visit the website at www.reallocator.com. The monster is busy today. Okay, what's on my list? Birthday present for Beth, stop at the electronics store, and then grab a quick bite. Hmm, did that guy leave his shopping bag? Looks like there's a package inside, covered in duct tape. Did he leave it on purpose? That can't be right. Excuse me, security? I just noticed that there's a shopping We all play a role in keeping our communities safe. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. If you see something, say something is used with permission by the New York MTA. In small towns and big cities around the world, Habitat for Humanity volunteers gather. Hammers are raised, bricks are laid, and another family finds shelter in a home they help build. Habitat volunteers are changing lives for the better, and in the process, maybe even their own as well. Support the work in your community or wherever your heart leads you. Volunteer, get involved, and help build it. Visit us at Habitat.org. 
Welcome back to Ladies Can We Talk. Thank you again so much for tuning in. You know, the first segment I always do, this Speak Up for America segment, and I want to finish on something we were talking about before the break, and that has to do with what the real kind of identity of CARE is. It's even got a nice acronym, you know, acronym like CARE sounds like C-A-R-E, CARE, but it's C-A-I-R. And I think a couple of things, I mentioned that CARE had been the one who had actually tried to shut down John Gwendola's speech, and he, they do it around the country. Part of what this idea of care, I think we hear that word and we think it's maybe like the Chamber of Commerce for Islam in America or it's just kind of the, you know, it's just a understanding like the Lutherans of America or something, you know, spreading their religion. Care is all about, in fact, part of the evidence that uh, I mentioned before our break in the Holy Land Foundation trial Part of the evidence that was so important to understand was evidence that was admitted that back in 1993, when we actually used to spy on people we were worried about, the FBI had uh, wiretapped and, and recorded a meeting between Hamas, the Palestine Committee, and these people who wanted to form a new organization. They even spoke about the idea of making a really nice, friendly-sounding name, not waving the Islamic flag. And they came up with CARE. And CARE built, and that, that what I just described to you, that recording of that meeting was admitted in trial in the Holy Land Foundation trial. And that organization, CARE, was ruled to be an unindicted co-conspirator. Four different times, CARE went back to federal court to say, hey, this isn't really right. This isn't fair. You, we, you know, we don't want to be on, have our name. Because Holy Land Foundation, if you don't know that case, essentially involved a, a lovely-sounding name, Holy Land Foundation. And it was a, a front group in here in Texas, in the Dallas area, that was receiving donations uh, for supposedly helping people in the Middle East and was sending the money off to terrorists. They were ultimately convicted of 108 different criminal violations. So CARE was named and, and didn't like their name in that. Four different judges said, no, you can't take your name out. There's plenty of evidence that, you're an, that you were a co-conspirator in all of this. And they also took that effort to Congress. And Congress said, no, we're not going to protect you. So understanding who CARE is, now that you know that, when you see that CARE is protesting different speakers, understand they're not about promoting understanding. They're about shutting down the ability of Americans to have a conversation about what Islam stands for, about the conduct of Islam around the world, about activities among radical Islamists in America. That's what they're about. So I just think it's really important, you know, this one incident you make, I always try to talk on the show why this matters to you, and you might say, well, I wasn't even interested in going to hear John Guandola. I don't really care. But what you're what we're watching happen is not the government shutting down speech, but individual organizations with an agenda using so much pressure and coercion that people, they don't want to be labeled a hater. They don't want to be labeled Islamophobe. They just step back and they shut up, which is what care would love to have you do. So we're going to actually talk in the next segment with Jackie Pick, who's going to be our guest in the next segment, about uh, another kind of uh, shut, uh, attempt to shut down Americans from discussing the global climate change theory and whether you're allowed, what, what you can believe in, what you can think, what you can say as a think tank. So we're going to talk about that. I did actually in this segment want to share another story that um, jumped out at me this week. And again, I'm always about the idea you have to preserve and protect how great and unique and special America is. 
So this week there was a story and it was about the idea and, and you know, uh, we could have a two-hour show just on the subject of the subprime mortgage crisis, what led to it, all the le- piece of legislation behind it, what led to it, what you know, how we tried to solve it, how some of the solutions made it worse. We could spend literally a two-hour show. I just want to hit on one thing that's just simply, honestly, breathtaking and very wrong, and that is the idea that it came to light again this week and was in the news that the banks that were had huge judgments entered against them, all relating to the subprime mortgage crisis, and the government was blaming the banks, which was not entirely fair. They maybe they had a role too, but the government had a lot to do with the problem. But Bank of America is just one example. Bank of America had a judgment entered against it uh, from the Obama administration relating to the subprime mortgage and the mortgage collapse and all that in the range of two. Uh, excuse me, sixteen. billion, billion with a B, as in boy. So huge judgment against it. And and, um, what has happened since then has come to light, and the Republicans in Congress are thankfully trying to call attention to this, is that what the Obama administration did, and not just with Bank of America, but with other banks also involved in this, and who also had judgments against them, including Citigroup, Morgan Stanley and Golden, Goldman Sachs, the government, before they entered the settlement agreement with Bank of America, said essentially to these banks, if you will make, and I'm putting air quotes around the word donations, if you'll make donations to these liberal groups, we will count that against the judgment against you. In fact, count it like for every $1 you give to these liberal groups, we'll take $2 off the judgment against you. And so there's a, a built-in mechanism in these settlements with Bank of America and other banks. So the government is creating essentially a left-wing slush fund. So banks who have, of course, the impetus to hold on to their own resources, they don't want to spend more money than they have to spend. And so they are willing to make these kind of settlements and with the idea that at the end of the day, their job is to hold on to their resources. That's their job. It's not to do anything else than hold on to their resources. And if they get to the point, they can um, they can reduce their, their debt to the government. That's what they're going to do. So Bank of America right now has paid out to, as one example, National Council of La Raza. I'll talk to you about them in a second. $1.5 million dollars. The National Urban League, $1.1 million. Neighborhood Assistance Corporation of America, 750000 The point of all this is this. This is the conduct of a third world banana republic. Find my, my buddies, my slush fund, my, my groups that will push my agenda and force private corporations, private banks to pay money to them, you know, donate that money to them. As a means, and they're arm twisting because the government has the upper hand right now in making these settlements with the banks. So they said to Bank of America and the other ones I just mentioned, you go ahead and you make these donations. And if you do, we'll reduce the, uh, your liability. We'll reduce your liability. So Bank of America has paid out at this point. They've acknowledged, and I'll get you the exact number because these numbers get so huge. You just kind of, the bank, uh, Rick Simon of Bank of America told Washington Examiner, the bank has paid out approximately $4.4 billion in consumer relief. Then this is going to groups like La Raza, which I'm going to hit on again in a second. But this is... This is creating a slush fund. And I'll tell you, there's, you might be listening to this and thinking, 
Isn't there a law that says if you have litigation by the government and fines are going to be entered, that the money has to go to the federal government? And the answer is, of course there is. The money has to go to the federal treasury. So this is how Obama and his ilk got around that requirement of federal law. They said, well, this isn't really part of the settlement. We're just saying you can't have the settlement we just laid out until you make these payments. And so they didn't technically violate the law. But still, they took money out of the bank's coffers to push off to their buddies and their worldview, these important industries, and they're exploiting um, this subprime mortgage crisis to the detriment of the banks, to the detriment of the, um, the you know, the, the not only the banks, but the, the bank's well-being, what money the bank has on hand to loan other people, how financially secure it is, to push it off to their left-wing causes. This is you know, the slush fund is a good word. Uh, in fact, the, there is a Republican congressman who's trying to speak up about this. Uh, and he made the point that this this is uh, he said this is nothing short. And this is, by the way, uh, Rep, uh, Representative Sean Duffy, Republican of Wisconsin. He's chairman of the Financial Services Committee's Oversight and Investigation Subcommittee. He said this is nothing short of a shakedown and another example of how the Obama administration is rigging the system to benefit their political allies instead of directing settlements directly to victims or returning the money to the U.S. Treasury, President Obama set up a slush fund for community organizers and other liberal activists. This is outrageous. Now, I'll tell you, Obama and his team may say, well, but these are all kind of good organizations for poor people. It's kind of, but La Raza, one of the key recipients of millions and millions of dollars has, as you probably know, La Raza is dedicated. It means the race. The, it trans, it means the race. It's a, for Hispanics. It is all about open borders. It's all about amnesty, complete amnesty for anyone, no matter what circumstance it caused them to arrive in America. This is an organization whose political alliance is definitely tied in with Obama's political alliances. It is not necessarily in any way reaching the recipient, reaching people who are trying to, to get housing. It's not even remotely related to the whole purpose of the litigation to start with because the purpose of litigation was to try to correct a big problem in the housing industry and the subprime mortgage mess which you know now that i'm saying this we're out of time in this segment i'm gonna i want to do a show one time try to explain all this because it's important to understand the subprime mortgage crisis was not caused by the banks it was caused by liberal democrat big government policies no joke. And it really is time people understand more about that. Well, you know what? After this break, I'm going to have on Jackie Pick. She's a lawyer, an energy expert, a radio host herself, and a good friend. And we'll be talking a little bit about what we should be looking for in our presidential candidates um, in this election cycle. You're listening to RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio. Hi, I'm Jasmine Dodson, and I am an attorney with Dodson Legal Group. I manage the family law, civil litigation, and estate planning divisions of the firm. Five years ago, I ended up joining the practice because I really wanted to get involved with people and help them make the decisions that are going to affect the rest of their lives. We want to make our clients feel comfortable. We want to make them feel welcome. And we want them to understand that they can trust us with their case. Find us on the web at www.dodsonlegal.com. Give us a call at 469-317-3330. Technology and medicine have come a long way in the last 10 years. New innovations are arriving every day to make our lives easier and healthier, but it's also easy to forget that identity thieves are evolving along with your latest smartphone. The estimated annual cost of global cybercrime is over $100 billion. 
ClickSoft is helping reduce that number with safe and secure HIPAA-compliant messaging for medical professionals and their patients. Hi, my name is Krish Kropati. I'm the CEO of ClickSoft. Our physicians need better communication tools, and you know they were using pagers and fax machines. So the secure texting is a kind of replace all this old technology. The highly trained team at ClickSoft believe that every healthcare professional should have access to a secure real-time connection with anyone they interact with at any time. And it shouldn't cost you anything. The ClickSoft basic communication tool is free to anyone involved in patient care. Get your free ClickSoft download today. Available on iOS and Android or visit our website at www.clicksoft.com. Hi, this is Michelle Williams. I'm a national sales representative for J. Hilburn Men's Custom Clothier. At J. Hilburn, we want to help our customers dress better. We know that they can get a great fitting product at great quality for a great price. If you're wanting to expand your wardrobe or just need help with your day-to-day dress, go to michellewilliams.jhilburn.com. That's michellewilliams.jhilburn.com. Hi, I'm Jason Troy, and I'm a business and executive coach. I can help my clients see the landscape out there, understand the strategy, really understand the people in their organization that they need to affect, influence, and lead, and also external parties and how to manage those situations and really decrease the amount of stress, trauma, and even drama in their lives. And that creates some massive uplift for them. For more information, you can go to BeExtraordinary.tv. That's BeExtraordinary.tv. Hi, I'm Shante Hawkins, the bottom line strategist and CEO and founder of Profit is the New Black. Many business owners believe that the numbers aren't sexy. I'll tell you what's not sexy, being broke. It doesn't take money to make money. It takes action, consistent action. That's exactly what I was able to help my clients do. Take them from multiple five figures to six figures in their business and even from multiple six figures to seven figures. To find out more about me, you can check me out at ProfitIsTheNewBlack.com or pick up the phone and call me at 972-375-0777. Some on the American left claim they are standing up for women when they are really just selling failed liberal ideas. They do this because once they claim the pro-women banner, they can attack people who disagree with their political opinions as anti-women. The truth is, American women have formed countless new conservative political organizations. Here are a few. Ladies Can We Talk, Independent Women's Forum, Chicks on the Right, Smart Girl Politics, Claire Booth Loose Society, Politichicks, Susan B. Anthony List, Kitchen Cabinet, Voices of Conservative Women, Concerned Women of America, Eagle Forum. Millions of American women embrace conservative ideas because those ideas actually make life better for women. This is Debbie Georgiatis. Keep tuning in to Ladies Can We Talk every Sunday from 6 to 8 p.m. on 6.60 a.m. The Answer. We talk truth about America and about how the issues impact all Americans, including women. Grandma, read me a story, please. It breaks my heart to tell my granddaughter no, but I had to give up books last year because of age-related macular degeneration, or AMD. It's a blinding disease that stole my vision and independence. I wish I had seen my eye doctor sooner because early detection is key to saving your sight. I urge you to call the Foundation Fighting Blindness at 1-800-BLINDNESS for a free packet on preventing and managing AMD. That's 1-800-BLINDNESS. Today, nearly half our nation's fighting forces are members of the Guard and Reserve. When they are called to active duty, they leave behind a family, a community, and a job. 
Employer support of the Guard and Reserve, a Department of Defense agency, honors and protects the bond between service members and their civilian employers. Whether serving our country or supporting those who do, we all serve. To learn more about ESGR, call 1-800-336-4590 or visit esgr.mil. You're listening to RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio. And welcome back to Ladies Can We Talk. This is Debbie Georgiatis, and I'm so happy to welcome as a guest in our studio tonight, Jackie Pick. Hello. Good to be with you. Glad you're here. And, you know, I'm going to tell our listeners just a little bit about you. Jackie Pick has her own radio show, as I mentioned before the break. It's called The Jackie Daily Show on Glenn Beck's The Blaze, on The Blaze Radio. But she's also an attorney. Uh, she had worked as a defense contract with a, a general counsel and a defense contractor specializing in energy. Uh, she's been legal counsel on Capitol Hill to the chairman of the subcommittee on the Constitution and the, she, the former ranking member of the Commercial and Administrative Law Subcommittees. And she's currently with the National Center for Policy Analysis based right here in Dallas, in the great state of Texas. And so she's kind of an energy expert, a political expert, a legal expert. And so it's fun to have her. It's, it's fun to be here, Debbie. And thank you so much for having me on. It's great to come back. Oh, yeah. Glad to have you again. So I want to just start with, so we're in this presidential election cycle and there are a million issues, but energy is always big in America. Energy matters to America. So what should we be looking for in the candidates? What should they be telling us they want to do for America's energy sector? Well, let me just get straight to what I think is sort of the linchpin of American energy production, which is fracking or hydraulic fracturing. Very safe technique for enhancing production from oil and gas wells. Because of it, the United States is now the number one natural gas producer on Earth and number one oil producer as well. When the prices are above a certain level, you kind of can imagine. Here's the deal. That changes the entire world section of the newspaper. When we are bigger than Saudi Arabia bigger than Russia in energy production, we and our allies have choices. We don't have to be reliant on the Middle East. Here's the problem. Bernie Sanders wants to shut down hydraulic fracturing nationwide. Now, I'm not sure he could affect that, but he wants to. Hillary says, by the time I'm finished with all my regulations, you won't be able to frack in this country. Yep. Donald Trump, polar opposite. So one candidate wants us to remain a superpower into the 21st century, and the other two don't. That's the way I see it. That's just one issue, and I could, I could pick many, but I really think people should hone in on that and focus in on that. And Hillary, by the way, is hypocritical on the issue. Um, when she was at State Department, she led a government-wide 13-agency effort to uh, export hydraulic fracturing technology and expertise all over the world to other countries uh, like China and Poland and Romania. But now she claims she's 100% anti-fracking. So she's only anti-fracking when she's trying to extract contributions from Democrat, you know, donors. Uh, but that's what she's going to be if she's elected, I believe. Absolutely. And I saw that was, it was a big write-up in the story recently, the news is recently about how she had put these emails that came out through the Justice Department, showed she'd been pushing fracking, and she was interviewed about it and saying, well, how, why is it you're inconsistent? And I don't mean to be dense. I'm actually fairly smart. And I listened to the interview three times. I don't know what, I didn't understand her answer. I mean, you, what is she trying to say is the difference between Romania and all the other places she was selling it to and why it's so bad here? Is there one? What she, the answer that she gave which makes no sense at all, is that she thinks that we can use natural gas as a bridge fuel between, let's say, coal and oil uh, worldwide uh, over to renewables. Okay, that's not necessarily a bad answer for liberals if you care about what she cares about, uh, ostensibly. However, 
if that's true for the other countries, it's true for us too, right? It's a bridge fuel there. It's a bridge fuel here. It's a global market. So what she's saying really doesn't hold any water. There's nothing that's changed in the science uh, from, from 2010 when she started that effort, which I think went through to about 2013 or 2014 at least, till now. It, it just doesn't make any sense. And for our listeners who may have heard a lot of people in mainstream media talk about fracking as somehow dangerous, somehow get something bad into the local water. I know there's a, been an ongoing dispute in Texas. I think I have read that's been completely refuted, but is that right? Is fracking considered safe by the experts in energy? Yes, fracking is considered safe. And the truth is that Hillary believes it's safe too. And she said as much back when she was secretary of state. And I can tell you that when I was on Capitol Hill, the Democrat um, staffers on the, uh, in energy, if you talk to them behind closed doors, they'll tell you they know it's safe. It's just their constituency that doesn't permit them politically to go along with us to uh, push this technology forward on federal lands, for example. So uh, the EPA has found that there's no systemic contamination of water because of hydraulic fracturing. And they went in and investigated those ridiculous stories that you saw in the film Gasland. Yes. You know, when people are lighting their water on fire. Just about every claim in that film has been debunked. Just about every single claim has been debunked. So, no. And I, I encourage you to watch Frack Nation, which is the very funny rebuttal to Gasland, put out by Phelan McAleer. I had him on my show. It's so funny. And he just goes frame by frame by frame, showing you what a scam it was. Wow. Is this, is this a documentary you can see like on, on Netflix or something? Is that yes, how you find this? You can. I, th- I think it's on Netflix. I actually purchased my own copy online and hosted a showing of it. Um, you know, it uh, showed up. To, anyway, yes, you can get it online. And I think, see, unfortunately, Gasland had this huge distribution. I think it was on HBO and, and Netflix. Frack Nation had to be crowdfunded. Yep. I th- so it came out that Gasland received money from overseas from our foreign competitors, some, yeah. some OPEC members. <laughs> ah. Imagine that. Yeah. You know, they're all anti-fracking. And, and it's not because they think it's unsafe. It's because that's their competition for crying out loud. This is very easy to understand. Very easy to understand. And so, um, you know, I highly encourage you. I, I almost want to, if, if I were a billionaire, I would buy a copy of Frack Nation and just pass it out to every middle school and high school in America because people should see this and have the fear removed from them about hydraulic fracturing or fracking. You know, I would just love, I will watch that now. I had read enough things to realize that all of the big arguments about it, all the danger and fears were, were being debunked. I'm glad someone put it in the video. Easier for everybody to watch. Frack Nation. Yes. Okay, I want to change the subject then just a little bit. We had um, talked at the start of the show tonight about how many threats there seem to be to freedom of speech, freedom to exchange ideas. And I don't know if you happened to watch the story in California this past week. I think it was happening within the last week where a bill actually passed two committees in the California State Senate. It was headed to the floor of the California legislature to essentially say we're going to criminalize think tanks, private organizations, and businesses that essentially express skepticism about man-made global climate change. Did you follow this issue at all? I did see this, and it's, it is the farthest that any legislature has been willing to go so far. It's a complete outrage. It is completely prohibited by the U.S. First Amendment to the Constitution, which still applies in the state of California, whatever they might think. And basically, they want to throw scientists in jail, right, I mean, I didn't read the, okay, let me be fair. I didn't read the bill, but they said criminalized. Typically that means that they can levy criminal fines. They can throw you in jail. That is a cage. If you, (laughs) a cage, if if you claim that you do not agree with them 
on climate change. And they're preferred scientists. And by the way, it is not true that 100% or 97% of scientists agree um, on the causes and implications of climate change. So it's, it's, it's a theory. And it is absurd that scientific debate would be criminalized. It's like Louis Pasteur and, and Galileo, right? They want to yes. remember they put Galileo in house arrest until the day he died because he dared to suggest that, in fact, the, the earth was rotating around the sun. It wasn't the center of the Rather universe, than the yeah. other way around. And so the guy gets thrown, you know, again, in his homemade cage uh, because he disagreed with the authorities. That's what this is about. And this should, this should outrage you. This is probably the worst affront to free speech that we have ever seen in our lifetimes. And if you want to know what's the big deal, well, billions and billions and billions of dollars, trillions, really, if you look in the long term, is the big deal. Because then they can justify any policy they want in terms of energy. And it all is about the redistribution of wealth. It's about the erosion of sovereignty, the erosion certainly of federalism. I mean, our own country will lose its rights vis-a-vis other countries, um, which would have to be done at the United Nations level, really, to change policy. You're seeing that with the Paris Climate Accord that happened last year. So there's no way to achieve their goals except through coercion. And the only way you can claim jurisdiction over the entire planet, as opposed to, you know, 5% of the Earth's surface that we have in Washington. I mean, the United States is only 5% of the Earth's surface and we're 5% of the world's people. That's it. If you really want to be, uh, you know, totalitarian and, and have jurisdiction over the entire Earth, it has to be an environmental harm that you're going to move under. And that's what they're doing. And you're not allowed to even disagree. So people, people listening should be saying, this can't be right. I can't be hearing her correctly. That can't be true. That can happen in America. Well, these people think it can, and 17 attorneys general think so, too. I was just going to comment on that. The Republicans in the uh, U.S. House on the Committee on Science, Space, and Technology actually wrote a letter to the 17 attorneys general who recently floated the idea of coming together to make a plan to do the same thing at the federal level, shut down conversation, tell people you cannot talk about whether climate change, you can't be a skeptic. You know, we have like 30 seconds left here. This is Races by Rest. Jackie, quick tell us where, about your show, where people can find it. So you can listen to the Jackie Daly Show on theblaze.com forward slash radio, but even better, that, that Sunday's from 1 to 3 Central. Go to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, there you can hear it 24 hours a day, seven days a week, all the back episodes back to July 2015. That's the best way. Jackie has the most brilliant experts on, talks through these issues. We've had people on, too, talking about how, you know, how fracking is safe, how climate change, that there are many, many serious climatologists who do not buy into the, the man-made global climate change hysteria. The Republicans are trying to speak up, but this is, I, Jackie, I agree with you. It's an amazing time to live that people in government think we're going to tell you whether you're not allowed to discuss this scientific theory. Right. Agreed 100%. And we have to push back. Do not tolerate this. Do not take this lying down, Americans. You don't have to. You're Americans. You go, girl. Jackie Daly, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Thank you, Debbie. Hi, I'm Jean Burke, and I am the creator of College Prep Genius. Colleges go up on their rankings nationally based on test scores. The higher you score, the more money you get. We teach kids that the SAT is a logic test. Every question can be answered in 30 seconds or less. Once a student learns how to take the test, they can raise their score hundreds and hundreds of points, and of course, that's going to give them huge scholarship money. If you want to know how to answer every question in 30 seconds or less, go to www.collegeprepgenius.com. That's collegeprepgenius.com. 
Hi, this is Nate Dodson of the Dodson Legal Group. We are a team of attorneys out to ensure that all clients are put in the best position possible. We found that attorneys in the market fail at providing ongoing information and updates to their clients, and we work diligently to be the better option in keeping our clients informed as their cases move forward. For a free consult, please call us at 469-317-3330. That's 469-317-3330. I am Danny O'Connell. I'm partner at Benefit Resource Group, a family-owned boutique insurance agency. BRG is one of the leading boutique agencies here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Our mission is to add value to our clients and employees' lives through creative insurance solutions. When you start going upstream to a regional or even a national type provider, the decisions over who they're going to work with and where they're going to place their business is decided around a boardroom. A lot of times, they're not always aligning with the best service provider in the space that you actually need. Numerous times they've already made an agreement and that service provider may take for granted the service that they actually have to deliver to the client in the end and they may not always be the best in your area for your situation being a boutique we are independent we have the flexibility to go out and find the right solution specific to you it's always a good time to sit down and speak with one of our agents you can reach us at 214-750-7557 and you can find us on the web at brg-tx.com Hi, my name's Pam Goodwin with Goodwin Commercial. I am the CEO president for Goodwin Commercial. Goodwin Commercial is a boutique commercial real estate company. We specialize in finding site locations for restaurants. We develop property and we help people buy their first investment property. Give us a call today at 214-929-9013 or connect with us on LinkedIn. Also visit our website at goodwincommercial.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Russ Skinner, owner and practitioner at Family Health and Wellness of Plano. Our philosophy is to integrate traditional medicine with chiropractic care, as well as some alternative forms of medicine. And at Family Health and Wellness of Plano, you'll find an MD and a chiropractor under the same roof. A full gym for physical medicine and rehab, as well as athletic training and exercise training. For an appointment, please call us at 469-661-1100 or visit us on the web at www.fhwplano.com. Or find us on Facebook, Family Health and Wellness of Plano. The path of big government based out of Washington or the unique brand of liberty and prosperity enjoyed here in Texas. For 27 years, the Texas Public Policy Foundation has helped leaders in the Lone Star State prove that fiscal restraint and small government can deliver opportunity and prosperity for all. The Texas Public Policy Foundation promotes and defends solutions here and around the country based on liberty, free enterprise, and personal responsibility. Whether informing the national debate on property rights, energy, taxes, education, or criminal justice, the foundation works to translate ideas into real change. The Texas Public Policy Foundation does not accept government funds or contributions to influence the outcome of its research. It is supported by thousands of people like you who are concerned about the future of our country. You can help Texas remain strong as the beacon of liberty in America. Visit TexasPolicy.com to learn more. I was leaving an exercise class. All of a sudden, the pain started. My entire chest. Shortness of breath. Very fatigued. Nauseated. Thought that it was nothing much, maybe just stress. You're having a heart attack. I'm healthy. I'm young. There's no way it could be my heart. No way. Heart disease doesn't discriminate. Listen to your body. Go get checked. Heart disease is the number one killer in women. And this is something that we can fight. Visit GoRedForWomen.org to learn a woman's risk for heart disease. 
I was all geared up for the party where I'd finally meet Kate, my dream girl. But there was no party, all because I got the flu. If only I got a flu vaccine. Sam got one. Sam went to the party, and he's going to another one tonight with Kate, which I'm missing since four days later. I'm still down with aches, chills, and fever. Flu is a serious illness for everyone, even really healthy people. So get vaccinated. Find a location nearby at flu.gov. Brought to you by HHS. You're listening to RMCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio. And welcome back to Ladies Can We Talk. I really want to thank again our guest in the last hour, last uh, segment, Jackie Pick. She, I didn't even mention, she's also, I don't, I'm sad to say I don't know her title. She's with the National Center for Policy Analysis. She's actually the Executive Vice President and Chief Operations Officer at the National Center for Policy Analysis. She is one accomplished, smart, fun person and obviously full of knowledge about the uh, issues that we face in the energy sector. Well, in this last segment before the top of the hour, I like to do my cruise through the news and I literally have nine stories. So I probably won't get to them all, but I want to just run through a couple of things. Um, and I, and my leading ladies are already here with me tonight, Jenny McGarry and Drinda Randall. So they may or may not chime in, but if they do, that's great. Um, the first thing I was going to just say, I thought this was actually a really um, interesting thing. Did you know there was a big rally in Washington yesterday? Truly, there was. I, I, I missed this. Thousands of atheists gather in Washington for, and they called it the reason rally. And they're basically saying all policy should be based on reason, not religion. And so they are there to, um, in fact, they had signs. One of the prominent signs was, I think, therefore, I'm atheist. Okay. <laughs> That's not very nice. But I just thought that, I mean, you know, it's really funny. You know, when you think for rallying for religious freedom, people have a fervor, a passion, your heart. They're rallying to say, no God, no God, no God. But they're really rallying to say that they don't think that any notion about the existence of God should be considered in, in, in anything we think about in public life. You know, just reason, um, reason, human reason is all of it. Which, you know, it's funny. I think that they would probably think that was kind of a morally uh, fairer thing or something because people can have religion that conflicts with other people's religion. But my thought about that is you're elevating the human intellect, the human mind capable of hatred, discrimination, intolerance as, as the basis for reason if you don't have God. I, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a, a no-brainer. <laughs> oh, yuck, yuck. Okay. Um, but I, I did love that story. Another thing, this was a actually good news thing out of, like, people got their head on straight uh, vote. So in the country of Switzerland, they had a vote. There was a proposal, and the voters got totally seriously, the voters voted, like, yesterday, I think it was, essentially to say there was a proposal that say that everybody in the country, adults and children should have just a guaranteed basic income regardless if you ever work. It's like, it's like an agreement that government will just send money hmm. to your, to, you know, your My children house. would love that. I mean, <laughs> oh, why, yeah. why get an allowance? Well, they also there get unicorns as well. You know, no performance base there. I mean, but this is interesting because it's, it was a guaranteed basic income for everyone. It was essentially $2,500 per adult and um, $625 that's in francs, actually. I don't know what that translates into. Um, for kids under 18, no matter how much, whether it worked or not, to promote human dignity. But the really interesting thing is 
it got slapped down. What? By some voters. I know. They must have been parents. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the whole concept of a country just handing out money, as in, again, as though the government has money. It doesn't have anything. They don't produce anything. Yes. Government has money because people like you listeners and we around this table work to have income to pay taxes. That's where government has money. They took it away from your other neighbors. And, and friends, your your businesses. So maybe the people of Switzerland figured this out. I thought that was like a well, good news Well, that's good thing. that they did because I feel like in America we've lost that perspective completely sometimes. I just love how they define human dignity and, and they translate it with funds. <laughs> Actually, that is such <laughs> yeah, a good point because there's point. nothing more. That's such a good point. She's mouthing, but laughing. I'm serious. Dignity comes from a sense of accomplishment. Right. Wow, I, I did a good job. Whether it's because I was the best janitor in that my school building or the best author or architect, whatever it is, dignity comes from, from achievement. From And so, yeah. Exactly. What yeah. a way to define value. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I have a bunch of these stories moving right along. Okay. This is my cruise through the news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, another one was, and this is actually a serious one, but I thought it was very interesting. So the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals, so here in the great state, United States of America, we have state courts at every level. We have trial courts, appellate courts, Supreme Court, every state, they have different names. And then the federal level, we have federal trial courts called district courts, federal appeals courts, the circuit courts, and then the Supreme Court. So the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals, so it's a federal appeals court, dealt a devastating blow to cell phone privacy advocates because they ruled that when you're being investigated, like by the FBI, and they want to figure out information about you, the question was, do they have to go to get a search warrant before they can get your cell phone company to give information, not about the content of your texts, but just, you know, Debbie made a seven-minute call to Jenny on this date, and then and then Dorinda made a five-minute call to Debbie on this date. So it's just... They call, the use the expression, metadata, but basically permits them to say, well, we know you talked to Jenny one day. We know Dorinda called you. We know you called so-and-so. And so sometimes this is kind of good. Like if you had some, you know, um, the San ter- Bernardino thing is that's, what I'm thinking That's exactly about. what yeah. I'm thinking about. San Bernardino. They weren't willing to even open those phones. Yes, but that was that was in the phone, you know, getting into the phone. This is like, so, but I think some terror, like, I like the idea of the FBI being able to figure out why is this pocket of terrorists or potential terrorists in America? Why are they calling Iraq every day? Why are they calling, right. sure. you know? And so that's metadata. So I kind of like it for them. I, and, and, but then even that, I maybe think differently. I don't know what's so hard about getting a warrant. Go get a warrant if you have a, you know, because it's really, it's, they used to use the expression, it's a fishing expedition. If they get the information without a warrant, they may have no other reason except suspicion about what you look like. But since they don't like you, they're going to dig in or they don't like your political party. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Do they have to go get a warrant to get that medical? Well, that the one medical thing warrant? that the average person, I mean, just like me, whenever somebody says, oh, you don't want to have to go through a warrant, warrants, you know, that that's that's a bureaucracy thing. Well, the thing is, is how long does it take to get a warrant? Because a lot of people don't understand that they are really, really quick. But when you listen to the politicians, they try to make it sound like it's a huge amount of time that before they get that warrant. Oh, it's ridiculous. If you had an emergency, if you were the FBI, you say, we got to know right now if this mm-hmm. guy has been calling over to 
wherever it is. Uh, I mean, you're going to get in front of that federal district court judge next morning for sure. And you're just going to be able to make a presentation. In fact, you can even get overnight emergency hearings if you have to in front of a magistrate in the federal level. They're not going to say, sorry, we'll have to wait till tomorrow morning. Too bad if you think there's risk of a terror attack. We're not going to open court. That's not going to happen. And the search warrant that the protection is, is a Fourth Amendment protection against unreasonable searches and seizures. Right. And this is one of these building blocks of America's security and safety. It's you, the government can't just spy on you all day long uh, without a reason. They have to go and convince a judge that they have a reasonable basis to say, I, I should get to go search his home, her car. You have to have a reason. The judge has to understand there's a probable cause that something illegal is going on, that they're going to find evidence. Is this just GPS or is this specifically just phone records? It's GPS. Okay. And see, I'm 50-50 on this. And, and, I, and I guess this is where the parent in me comes out, is that it, I think about in terms of kidnapping, um, uh, trying to track down who might where my child might be yeah. if they walked into a store if something happened like that how quickly would i want the government or the authorities to be able to act yeah and so i'm i'm kind of you know i i see i can see this being abused but at the same time i can see it being used in 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 a positive way in an emergency so, way but if you have an emergency couldn't you just couldn't you just do an emergency warrant Emergency how, application, but how much time how, could that how take? Much time Two hours. Would that take? Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. I mean, it, and those may be valuable moments if your if your child is has been abducted or or, or something worse. Yeah, um, you know, they may have gotten into a car with somebody. Or, you know, yeah. anything like that. So, I'm kind of. Uh, yeah, these are interesting things because I'm a huge privacy person. I just think, I mean, I just think for a couple of things. One is I think it's just a precious feeling that the government just can't i mean they probably do know everything about your life you know they probably know whether you flossed yesterday but (laughs) (laughs) but i mean seriously they they know a lot but i like the idea the government has to have a reason to be spying on you and if and if they don't have one they shouldn't but i know with a in a case like that and maybe that there are extraordinary circumstances where the where you just where the um the emergency nature of the situation would mean either that you can get a warrant immediately or that the, the um, but even having those exceptions, well, it was an emergency. Exactly. It can be abused. It can, yeah, be, it can abused. be abused. Absolutely. And then you get to the political abuse. I mean, you have the IRS and Laura, uh, Loretta Lynch mm. picking on people who want to have political organizations sure. that are conservative. Yeah. So you have yeah, I, a, the, your last story that you had the last hour regarding, regarding Obama's administration giving less penalties for the banks that uh that gave to liberal organizations it's like and we still have tea parties we still have tea parties that are under investigation by the fbi and they still are having to fight with not the fbi i'm sorry with the irs yep and they're still having to fight and yet it's okay if you're a left winger it's just yeah you know related to that that is that that really i don't even know what the right word is but just dictatorship uh, yeah, it is tyranny, it's dictatorship, yeah. but it's also just absolute loss of trust in government mm-hmm. because I feel like anyone on the American left, including Obama and Hillary and all of the American left, they do think they're entitled 
to be in charge. They do think it's their job to be spying on you. They're okay with this. And so the idea of being held back by the courts a little bit and just saying, no, no, actually, you can't spy on them just because they have a conservative talk show. That's not that's not probable cause to search their home. You can't right. do that. You kind of like that. <laughs> it's a way to keep the government, the political side of government, out of your life because the courts have to. So anyway, that was a really interesting case. And actually, several other circuit courts have agreed with the Fourth Circuit. It's going to end up going to the Supreme Court, I think, because I think a lot of privacy advocates are saying, wait a minute. But other, I can't remember which other circuits agreed, but uh, others have agreed too. But it, this was a big decision. Okay. So, um, oh, that person's playing music over there. Why are you doing that? Okay. So I'll tell you this. We're at the end of our break, or almost the end of our break. I want to tell you the leading ladies normally join me in the second hour, but they're here talking already. And I have them because in the second hour, we do a round table. We love talking with you about the issues facing America, uh, conversation just to kind of bring the issues that matter down home to our level and understand why they matter. So don't go away. We have lots to talk about in the second hour. Talk to you after the break. Hi, I'm Graham, inventor of the Sneak Guard. Our homes are full of adventurous snoopers. They go through everything until they find something they like. Children, roommates, babysitters, teens, pets, you name it. Snoopers are everywhere. Sneak Guard is the world's first purpose-built locking vacuum storage container designed to protect snoopers from the unintended ingestion of medications and more. Safe, responsible storage. Available now at sneakguard.com. S-N-E-A-K-G-U-A-R-D.com. My name is Ernesto Miranda with Walker Miranda Design Studio Principal. We are a commercial and high-end residential interior design firm with architectural capabilities. We do anything from restaurants, multifamily, commercial office, and retail. A lot of design firms tend to have a signature look. We don't. We really take our clients' brands seriously. It's really important for us for our clients to have that signature look. That's what we create for them. For more information and a free consultation, visit us at walkermiranda.com. You can also reach us at 214-680-7202. When the time comes to find a living facility for an elderly relative, you want to know that there'll be somewhere that feels like home. Manchester Place Assisted Living provides luxury and personalized care to their residents. The highly trained personnel at Manchester Place go above and beyond to provide the highest quality care. Their warm and personalized buildings create the environment of a residential care home while including all the amenities of assisted living. We want to have an environment for our residents to live that is unique and special at this time. And we want to give them a home-like environment in a residential setting. And we want to offer them care that is exceptional. Schedule a tour at Manchester Place today. Call 972-468-8066. That's 972-468-8066. 
or go to manchesterplacehomes.com. Who says green can't be clean? Here's a tip that many professional home cleaning services already know. You can power through the grime in less time with our 100% naturally safe speed cleaning products. Don't waste your time with the products that don't work. Our non-toxic cleaners are safer on pets and people, yet tough on dirt. If you want to clean your home in half the time, visit speedcleaning.com and sign up for our speed cleaning tip of the week. Hi, this is Jean Burke with College Prep Genius. Colleges go up on their rankings because of test scores. When your student has a great score, they can get free college. I am giving away my 15 secrets to free college. Go to my website, collegeprepgenius.com. Click on 15 secrets to free college and use the code radio. You're going to learn the secret formula that colleges use to get you free college. So again, that's www.collegeprepgenius.com. Hi, my name is Gil Bonifaz, and I'm the owner-operator of Cafe Herrera at the Omni in downtown Dallas. As a fourth-generation restaurateur, we strive to bring you a new generation of Tex-Mex and to continue on the legacy that was started by my great-grandmother over 45 years ago. At Cafe Herrera, we're taking a modern approach towards Tex-Mex. From our sizzling fajita bar to our tequila craft cocktails, we strive to provide the best experience possible for all our diners and continue the legacy that was started over 45 years ago. Whether it's lunch, dinner, drinks, or catering, we'd love to see you out. Find us at CafeHerrera.com. One in five children in America go to school hungry every day. I'm Viola Davis. I was one of those children. I was one of the nearly 17 million kids who worry where their next meal will come from. Join me with the Safeway Foundation and the Entertainment Industry Foundation to help us end childhood hunger. Help undo hunger for America's children. Go to hungeris.org to learn more. Just one call or one click is all it takes to get the free diabetes information you need. One call. One click. Just call 1-888-693-NDEP or click www.yourdiabetesinfo.org. The National Diabetes Education Program, your source for free diabetes information. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Do you worry about how much someone else drinks? Do you feel that if the drinker cared about you, he or she would stop drinking? It's not easy dealing with a loved one who drinks too much. Al-Anon family groups are for anyone affected by someone else's drinking. Before you can help the problem drinker, you need to help yourself first. For a meeting near you, call 1-888-4-AL-ANON. 1-888-425-2666. A message from Al-Anon family groups. The number one source for premium talk radio. I am America. One hope to heal my land. I will not give up on this fight. I will not fade into the night. I am America. It's time for our second hour roundtable. On Ladies Can We Talk with Debbie Georgiatis. More talking truth about America. And welcome back to Ladies Can We Talk in our second hour roundtable. My leading ladies tonight joining me are Dorinda Randall and Jenny McGarry. And, you know, we do this whole roundtable thing because we really, honestly, all of us just, we follow politics closely. We care deeply. We're very pro-women. We're pro-America. And we like to speak up for America, talk about America. So, 
this is our very short segment, so I'm going to jump right in and say that Hillary gave an alleged foreign policy speech this week. It was really more of a rant against Trump. Um, I want to have a, play a short segment of what she had to say, and then we're going to turn to our one question and two rapid-fire answers. But let's cue up Hillary. Donald Trump's ideas aren't just different. They are dangerously incoherent. They're not even really ideas, just a series of bizarre rants, personal feuds, and outright lies. They stop clapping. (laughs) It's a great performance. He is not just unprepared. He is temperamentally unfit to hold an office that requires knowledge, stability, and immense responsibility. All right, that was Hillary Clinton. That's her being charming. But this was her foreign policy speech. She basically attacked Donald Trump for however long the speech was, 30 minutes. So our word of the week, we love to have vocabulary words. Our word of the week this week is Roorback, R-O-O-R-B-A-C-K, a defamatory falsehood published for political effect. So it's really just kind of her whole speech was a big roarback. But so here is our one question, two rapid fire answers. I'm going to start with Jenny. Did Hillary Clinton hurt Donald Trump by what she said about him in this alleged foreign policy speech? Absolutely not. Uh, what Hillary did is she projected onto Trump what is true of herself. I mean, every single statement she she said, including the lying part is absolutely true of her. I mean, the other things that she said during the speech is, unlike him, I have experience with tough calls. And when she makes them, Americans die. Mm-hmm. As Secretary of State and as Senator, we saw how, how ineffective she was. She says she's offered clear strategies of how to defeat ISIS. Guess what? ISIS was not an issue when she came on as Secretary of State, as it is today. She also said she wants to strengthen our alliances after she has decimated them. And she also wants to make sure that Iran never gets a nuclear weapon. Good luck with that. I'm telling you right now, this woman cannot be president. She is the most irresponsible American I have seen out there. Irresponsible with American lives, priorities, and our constitution. Okay, but what do you really think? Okay. <laughs> I'm not upset at all. You know what I have to say? I don't, I mean, I am cringe at the thought of Hillary being the commander-in-chief, but... Did this speech, and Dorinda Randall take it away, did this speech make, did it hurt Donald Trump? Not at all. It's just like, just like Jenny said. I mean, the thing that drove me nuts, too, is that you sit there and you listen to the speech, and it wasn't anything about really about foreign policy. It was all her own uh, grandizement on, on a record that she cannot be proud of. But the fact that she tries to orchestrate things that never happened while she was in just blows your mind. And... The other thing is, is like whenever Obama even gave his another another commencement speech this weekend, he, of course, then turned it political to yell at Republicans and Donald Trump. It's like, why can't they just make speeches on their own policies, on their own accomplishments? Yeah, but there's not any. Yeah. And and (laughs) you're right. Whenever she was secretary of state, she was unfit. She was unfit because courageous men died. Thirteen hours they fought. And they died under her watch. And it's alarming that she gets away with it. And, and, and then to see the liberal media say that it was the best speech she's ever given. And well, just going on and on about that. The good that. thing is that they're saying that's the best. If that's the best, then we've got her. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Well, you know, I got to say, uh, I did watch that speech live and I ended up 
doing some different interviews about this week. I think what she did accomplish was she hit at the kind of unspoken fear in some people's minds. Donald Trump, he has a lot to learn about foreign policy. He doesn't know the he doesn't know the players, doesn't know the states, doesn't know the factions. He's got a lot to learn. But what she really hit at was the temperament thing because he's given a he doesn't have the statesman senatorial speaking manner. He has the blustery. He oh goes after people, hit him back twice as hard. So I think she probably did touch on something that may make people nervous about him, and I think that it would really be helpful for him. To reply in a couple different ways. Number one, I think the strongest denunciation of her speech by Donald Trump would be to point out the failures in Hillary Clinton's secretary of state tenure, because as everyone keeps pointing out, she may have held the job. Yes, she actually had the job. That was her job title. But what happened under her watch? I mean, to go through, you you ladies both mentioned things, you know, the mess in Syria, the mess in mm-hmm. Libya, even before Benghazi, the lying about Benghazi, the the, the uh, failing to send in troops to protect our, our precious American lives in Benghazi, to talk about the weakness that, she, that America has shown and therefore caused Putin to rise in power, to feel emboldened. I mean, her entire tenure as Secretary of State was one of submission, weakness on the the part of America. There's nothing to brag about. At the end of the day, Donald Trump is running this idea of make America great again, and he can take the idea to foreign policy and say, yeah, make us a strong player in 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 national politics again. I think that's where she looks weak and he looks strong because she and Obama pretty much about surrender and and, uh, we'll let it all go so okay the, uh this guy over there is playing music again so we're after the break we're gonna have a guest on katie Kiefer, a millennial who's written a great book about millennials and conservatism she's fabulous come back after the break you're listening to rmcn the digital destination for premium talk radio Hi, I'm Shante Hawkins, the bottom line strategist and CEO and founder of Profit is the New Black. Many business owners believe that the numbers aren't sexy. I'll tell you what's not sexy, being broke. It doesn't take money to make money. It takes action, consistent action. That's exactly what I was able to help my clients do. Take them from multiple five figures to six figures in their business and even from multiple six figures to seven figures. To find out more about me, you can check me out at ProfitIsTheNewBlack.com or pick up the phone and call me at 972-375-0777. Hi, this is Nate Dodson of the Dodson Legal Group. We are a team of attorneys out to ensure that all clients are put in the best position possible. We found that attorneys in the market fail at providing ongoing information and updates to their clients, and we work diligently to be the better option in keeping our clients informed as their cases move forward. For a free consult, please call us at 469-317-3330. That's 469-317-3330. Are you fed up with watching new small businesses suffer? Has the complex financial world discouraged you from starting your own business? The odds of surviving the first year in business are one in five, but I'm here to help. I'm Holly, the money therapist. I'm on a mission to change the survival rate and can show you how to beat the odds. As a CPA since 1996, I have dedicated my expertise to helping thousands successfully start their own small business. My 25 years experience in the financial world and my highly qualified team allow me as the money therapist to seamlessly navigate the world of small business establishment. Get your small business in shape 
with my Small Biz Survival Boot Camp video series. For as low as $297, your small business will be stronger than ever. My program can give you the legal and financial knowledge that no one else is giving you or giving you too late. Don't wait any longer to start achieving your goal of starting a new small business. Go to themoneytherapist.com today. Hi, I'm Jason Troy, and I'm a business and executive coach. I can help my clients see the landscape out there, understand the strategy, really understand the people in their organization that they need to affect, influence, and lead, and also external parties and how to manage those situations and really decrease the amount of stress, trauma, and even drama in their lives. And that creates some massive uplift for them. For more information, you can go to BeExtraordinary.tv. That's BeExtraordinary.tv. The path of big government based out of Washington or the unique brand of liberty and prosperity enjoyed here in Texas. For 27 years, the Texas Public Policy Foundation has helped leaders in the Lone Star State prove that fiscal restraint and small government can deliver opportunity and prosperity for all. The Texas Public Policy Foundation promotes and defends solutions here and around the country based on liberty, free enterprise, and personal responsibility. Whether informing the national debate on property rights energy, taxes, education, or criminal justice, the foundation works to translate ideas into real change. The Texas Public Policy Foundation does not accept government funds or contributions to influence the outcome of its research. It is supported by thousands of people like you who are concerned about the future of our country. You can help Texas remain strong as the beacon of liberty in America. Visit TexasPolicy.com to learn more. Something that every business owner relies on is good advice. And that's where SCORE can help. SCORE is a nonprofit organization where we provide free business consulting services to people who want to start a business. For nearly 50 years, SCORE mentors have been helping businesses realize their dreams. What's even better than dreams is making a dream come true. Volunteer your expertise. You've got it. Share it. Volunteer your expertise today at SCORE.org. Hi, I'm Sam Jackson. Cancer will strike more than 175,000 kids worldwide this year alone. This includes infants, children, teens, and young adults. The likelihood that teens and young adults will survive cancer is far greater when treated by pediatric oncologists. Survival can depend on treatment from experts in childhood cancer and a commitment to collaborative groundbreaking research. To learn more, go to stbaldrix.org or standuptocancer.org. Once again, it's time to check your vehicle registration sticker. We've developed some helpful ways you can remind yourself it's time to renew, like sending yourself a singing telegram. It's time to renew your vehicle registration. And, Bob, we look forward to your cooperation. If you don't renew it, there'll be heartache and sorrow. And your girlfriend believe you and your tiny dog will follow. Or you can look at the numbers on your registration sticker. This is your new Texas Department of Motor Vehicles asking, when do you renew? You're listening to RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio. Can you hear us? And welcome back to Ladies Can We Talk. We're in our second hour roundtable. I'm joined tonight by Jenny McGarry and Dorinda Randall. And I believe we have in the line uh, a uh a guest on the line named Katie Kiefer. Hello, Katie. Hi, thanks for having me on. Oh, we're happy to do it. Katie is the author of a book, uh, which is, I have my iPad, and it's a book called um, Let Me Be Clear, Barack Obama's War on Millennials and One Woman's Case for Hope. So, 
Katie, as you can tell by her young voice, is a young millennial who's written a book about how Obama's policies are not so great for millennials. You're also a town hall columnist. And so I just so appreciate you wrote this book. So tell me what inspired you to write the book. Well, I am inspired by uh, my generation, which is 95 million strong. We're the largest cohort of Americans in this country, even larger than the baby boomers, and yet we're the first generation of Americans to do worse, both financially and culturally, um, in comparison to our parents. So that's um, a historic downfall for our country. And I wanted to turn Barack Obama's famous catchphrase, let me be clear, against him and to offer some solutions and education to my peers that they are not getting in school. Um, And in each chapter, I show how Barack Obama, as well as Hillary Clinton, um, are very different from previous Democrats, such as JFK and even Bill Clinton, who ruled much more moderately in comparison to these more radical, socialistic um, Democrats that we have now, and it's important that young people get this information before they go out there and vote. Uh, I think it's a fabulous. I did notice your repeated references back and starting chapters discussing what JFK did and his conduct and Clinton did. But, you know, it's a really interesting thing because you uh, you're talking about President Obama. Um, and I, of course, I agree with all your views on that. But he's really been persuasive in, in luring millennials to support him. So why do you think that is? Well, young people, I have not been um, I don't think this generation is naturally inclined to be beggars. Let's say the reason why they're. Um, drawn to people like Barack Obama and now Hillary as well as Bernie Sanders is um, because they feel like there is no hope for achieving the American dream. Harvard recently did a study showing that the vast majority of millennials think that the American dream is out of reach. And so when these people um, start promising things, particularly free college, free housing, um, and jobs, young people start to listen because the fact of the matter is there really aren't any opportunities out for them, out there for them, and they don't realize because they haven't been educated properly in school that it's in fact these po- uh, these particular politicians' policies that have caused this problem. Exactly. I'm so glad you said that. The opportunity isn't there because of the people they're voting for. Um, Katie, this is Jenny McGarry. I have a quick question. Um, How do you feel that um, uh, the lack of home ownership um, among the millennials or property ownership being a priority has changed how they view America? That's a great question. I have one chapter completely dedicated to housing. I have a background in commercial real estate myself and I titled that chapter the the new shacking up because we have a situation now where one in three millennials is living mostly at home with their parents or with roommates, not because they want to or because their parents want them there, but out of financial necessity. So most of these young people actually, when they're polled, they say they want to move into a house someday. They do say they want to get married and have children. However, um, they're just simply not able to do that. And what I see happening down the road, if young people don't wake up and get smart about this is that um, politicians 
such as Hillary Clinton, are going to use housing as a way to buy votes because the millennial generation is getting a little bit older this time around. Many of them have voted already in two presidential elections, and there's actually 9,000 babies being born every day in the United States just to millennial parents. So you have a, a cohort of young people who are just itching to get into their own place that's not an apartment and not mom and dad's basement. And so you're going to start to see politicians really um, pander on that policy. But what I do is I explain that that's how Bill Clinton bought votes, and that's how he sold, especially minorities and Hispanics, basically a lie and cause them to go into foreclosure in many cases. So I think it is important to educate young people on on that issue. Katie, this is uh, Dorinda, and uh, I I had a question for you. When it comes to speaking to your peers, uh, how do you communicate with them? Because I know for some of them, the beauty of the Democrat talking points is they're very small. War on women, pay your fair share, you're a racist, you're a bigot, all of those fun <laughs> things. Um, how do you communicate with them to where they they hear you out? Yeah, that's a great question, too. I focus a lot of um, the time on entrepreneurship and talking about how our policies, conservative, libertarian, free market, are going to get them to be able to become entrepreneurs because Deloitte recently did a study and they found that 70% of millennials say that someday they aspire to be independent and work for themselves. Um, a lot of them are techies. A lot of them really do want to be the next Steve Jobs or Mark Zuckerberg, but on a small scale. And so I think instead of talking about capitalism, for example, we should talk about our pol- this capitalism, but not use that word, use words like entrepreneurship, Words like local, authentic, um, transparent. Yeah, that's a good. Those are good choices. They are good words. Yeah. 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 You know, Katie, we're speaking with Katie Kiefer tonight, who has a book out called Let Me Be Clear, Barack Obama's War on Millennials and One Woman's Case for Hope. I have to tell you, when I saw Let Me Be Clear, I knew why you picked that title. It's so darn funny <laughs> to kind of mock him. But, you know, I, and Katie's book, I want to be sure we give adequate time. Uh, she has chapters on uh, the economy, on uh, Obamacare, on um, just the idea of... Uh, let me see. Higher education, housing, why fathers matter. Steam, she has a chapter called Steamrolling the Foxholes. Clever chapter names, by the way. Really clever chapter names. And the foxhole one is about the military and the way different people are treated. So it, it really is a, it has a lot of depth and breadth to the book. And so um, I love that you wrote it. I love that you're saying that uh, millennials need to, you know, are not getting a good shake, a good deal out of the... Um, um, out of the Obama economy, but uh, not just the economy, the whole worldview he has. So you're really arguing not just against Obama, but the whole kind of left-wing worldview, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. And as you mentioned, there's a chapter in there titled Why Fathers Matter, and I talk about the role models that this administration put up in front of our young people, particularly our African-American youth, as well as our young women. And they put forth role models such as um, Beyonce or Jay-Z, people who are rapping about getting high on cocaine. And at the same time that Barack Obama is putting up these role models, there's 
an uptick in young people dying of cocaine. Um, he's inviting these young people to all of his rallies. Um, he's teaching young people, young women, that the the best way to be successful is to strip down as much as you can and to shake your booty. And that's absolutely not true. And so I think he sold young people short, not just in terms of his policies, but I'll, even this, he gets too much credit for being a great family guy because, yeah, he maybe his nuclear family looks great, but if you look at the way that he reached out to all of our children and the role models that he put out for the interviews he gave to places like Rolling Stone and the people that he said were great entrepreneurs, they were, in fact, thugs. So that misled our young people. Yeah, so we're speaking with Katie Kiefer again, the author of this uh, book, which I have on my iPad. It's obviously available. It's available on Amazon, right? Yeah, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple. Yeah, Katie, and she speaks, uh, she has a column in Town Hall. She's quite often on Fox News and other radio, other uh, stations being interviewed, television and radio. So do, are you trying to start, you know, we have 30 seconds here. Are you trying to get do some public speaking about that? If people want to reach out to you, how would they get to you? Sure. Um, they can visit my website at Katie Kiefer, K-A-T-I-E-K-I-E-F-F-E-R dot com, and just send me an email through my contact form there if they're interested in having me speak. Okay, I'm so glad you wrote a, le- a book to young people, millennials, telling them shape up and stop voting for big government and for all the left stands for. Katie Kiefer, thanks so much for calling in. Thanks so much for having me. Okay, folks, we are going to zip off to our break, and we come back. We're going to tell you, we're going to talk about the Trump protests and what this means, not just for freedom of speech. What does it mean for this election cycle? What's going to happen when you watch all these images of Mexican flags waving and beating up Trump supporters? Is that going to help? Trump or the other guys. Come back and we'll talk about it right after our break. You're listening to RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio. Hi, my name's Pam Goodwin with Goodwin Commercial. I am the CEO, president for Goodwin Commercial. Goodwin Commercial is a boutique commercial real estate company. We specialize in finding site locations for restaurants. We develop property and we help people buy their first investment property. Give us a call today at 214-929-9013 or connect with us on LinkedIn. Also visit our website at goodwincommercial.com. Hi, my name is Gil Bonifaz, and I'm the owner-operator of Cafe Herrera at the Omni in downtown Dallas. As a fourth-generation restaurateur, we strive to bring you a new generation of Tex-Mex and to continue on the legacy that was started by my great-grandmother over 45 years ago. At Cafe Herrera, we're taking a modern approach towards Tex-Mex. From our sizzling fajita bar to our tequila craft cocktails, we strive to provide the best experience possible for all our diners and continue the legacy that was started over 45 years ago. Whether it's lunch, dinner, drinks, or catering, we'd love to see you out. Find us at CafeHerrera.com. Hi, I'm Jean Burke, and I am the creator of College Prep Genius. Colleges go up on their rankings nationally based on test scores. The higher your score, the more money you get. We teach kids that the SAT is a logic test. Every question can be answered in 30 seconds or less. Once a student learns how to take the test, they can raise their score hundreds and hundreds of points, and of course, that's going to give them huge scholarship money. If you want to know how to answer every question in 30 seconds or less, go to www.collegeprepgenius.com. That's collegeprepgenius.com. 
Hi, my name is Ron Newton. I am the president of Peak Training Solutions and the author of the book, No Jerks on the Job. In No Jerks on the Job, I use a surprising source of insight, juvenile delinquents, to show you how to rescue your workplace from what is today's most crucial business problem, the presence of adult brats. My book is an indispensable resource for managers, co-workers, and anyone else dealing with toxic people. To get your copy of No Jerks on the Job, visit www.nojerksonthejob.com. Hi, I'm Jasmine Dodson, and I am an attorney with Dodson Legal Group. I manage the family law, civil litigation, and estate planning divisions of the firm. Five years ago, I ended up joining the practice because I really wanted to get involved with people and help them make the decisions that are going to affect the rest of their lives. We want to make our clients feel comfortable. We want to make them feel welcome. And we want them to understand that they can trust us with their case. Find us on the web at www.dodsonlegal.com. Give us a call at 469-317-3330. Hi, I'm Danny O'Connell. I'm partner at Benefit Resource Group, a family-owned boutique insurance agency. BRG is one of the leading boutique agencies here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Our mission is to add value to our clients and employees' lives through creative insurance solutions. When you start going upstream to a regional or even a national-type provider, the decisions over who they're going to work with and where they're going to place their business is decided around a boardroom. A lot of times, they're not always aligning with the best service provider in the space that you actually need. Numerous times they've already made an agreement and that service provider may take for granted the service that they actually have to deliver to the client in the end and they may not always be the best in your area or for your situation being a boutique we are independent we have the flexibility to go out and find the right solution specific to you it's always a good time to sit down and speak with one of our agents you can reach us at 214-750-7557 and you can find us on the web at brg-tx.com One in five children in America go to school hungry every day. I'm Viola Davis. I was one of those children. I was one of the nearly 17 million kids who worry where their next meal will come from. Join me with the Safeway Foundation and the Entertainment Industry Foundation to help us end childhood hunger. Help undo hunger for America's children. Go to hungeris.org to learn more. Did you know 26 million Americans have kidney disease and most don't know it? The day I was diagnosed, I didn't know what to do. I called the National Kidney Foundation, and the young lady who answered stayed on the phone with me and walked me through step by step. She, too, was surviving kidney disease. and She showed me there could be life after kidney disease. Visit the National Kidney Foundation at kidney.org. Now you know. When it comes to bullying, don't validate, eliminate. Adults have the power to stop bullying in our schools. I'm Dennis Van Roekel, president of the National Education Association. It's up to us as educators, as parents, as adults, to stand up on behalf of bullied kids. Help us create safe, bully-free learning environments for all students. One caring adult can make all the difference. Be that adult and take the pledge at nea.org slash bully free. A message from the National Education Association. Listening to RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio. Can you hear us? And welcome back to Ladies Can We Talk. I'd like to thank very much our guests from the last segment, Katie Kiefer, a millennial author of a book explaining to you millennials how they better shape up and vote 
vote better. Stop voting for. Don't get. Actually, <laughs> a lot of what she argues in the book is about how President Obama really just duped the millennial right. generation into yeah. thinking somehow he could provide everything and and make everything better. And so I think she had a good point about maybe millennials get on this. Um, support thing for president obama because they don't see a path forward economically for themselves but anyway good book and um she uh you can get it on amazon so i want to talk about this trump thing i I, everyone is obsessing about donald trump and i guess what else could we be talking about but (laughs) i do want to make a couple points uh, and then jenny's going to take it away but on about donald trump and the protests for his at his rallies in california i mean in they've been around the country but most recently in the news the California rallies, and that's because this coming Tuesday is the California primary. Huge, huge day on Tuesday, June 7th. And so Donald Trump um, had uh, speeches in San Jose and in San Diego where there were very violent protests and people were actually physically beating up um, Trump supporters. I mean, protesters against Trump were beating up Trump supporters through egg in some girl's hair and actually is astonishing the number of people in the media who kind of were okay with it, kind of almost um, blaming the Trump supporters. So um, I, I just curious, I'll start with you, Jenny. Do you think what's going to happen here? Is this going to, well, okay. So, so we have a situation here. This is the United States of America and we have people attacking people walking into rallies to hear a political speaker, whether it's on the left side or the right side, this is the United States of America. These people are getting attacked, egged. Young people are getting hit, beaten up. And you have these people that are, quote unquote, protesters that are burning the American flag and waving the Mexican flag and yelling all sorts of things that have absolutely nothing to do with America going forward. This is just unacceptable. This is not the America that I know. My, my, my children see this on YouTube and they're like, this is crazy. This is not the United States of America. You know, one thing I thought about watching this is this is the attitude of entitlement the American left has instilled in these people of just you are entitled, you protesters, if you're offended by what Trump says, you're entitled to protest, you're entitled to try to shut him down. You're, you, there are no, there's no way there's two opinions that are permissible in the subject. We, the American left, have decided Trump's bad, his views are bad, and nothing else is permissible. I mean, these, these protesters act entitled, like they're, they, they are waving flag, and a lot of them are waving the Mexican flag, and they're obviously, some of them, probably not legally uh, in America. They don't like Trump's strong views on amnesty and the border and the border wall and, and for sending people back home. But there, I just think there's something really visceral about the feeling of these of these pro- protesters. They're saying, "No one, I'm entitled because I feel this way, and no one is else is allowed to say something opposite." I mean, it just yeah, it feels and, and I'm going to go to violent measures in order for you to hear me. Exactly. I mean, it's ridiculous because the thing is, is you've got everybody in the liberal media that would love to take down Donald Trump. How you don't have a voice, I don't understand that. But the thing is, is also those. Those protesters were also seen hitting horses in the face with rocks. They were taking uh, elderly couples that were just trying to get out of the parking garage, tipping their cars over. I mean, what kind of crazy is Where this? Where are the authorities? Yeah. And, and, but you saw this with Occupy Wall Street. You saw this with Ferguson. You saw this with Scott Walker whenever they were trying to recall him. And all the teachers, and they came in and came to Capitol Hill and completely trashed the place. And these are all paid 
protesters. Just, yeah, they, and, and there's you know. nothing genuine about them. And so where is the outrage on the left? I mean, I know that finally President Obama said something yesterday and finally Bernie Sanders did. But they have been celebrated up until now. Well, you guys created this. This is your party. They did. The, the left's, um, I don't even know what word to use it, their paradigm, their worldview is they are so correct. They are so right. They're so self-righteous. Everyone who doesn't agree with us is wrong and you should be outraged and you should shut them down. This is the attitude. It really is emitted by Hillary, by Bernie, just a moral superiority. And so these people, these protesters, they feel justified in saying we're doing the right thing. We're standing for what's right by shutting this down. But they're also saying that we deserve, I mean, that the Trump supporters deserve this because they're supporting this person's ideology. And that's wrong. That's just like saying a woman deserves to be attacked because of what she's wearing. That's absolutely wrong. Wrong. And, you know, you both used, I think you both used this un-American word, but, you know, this. I started this show out tonight talking about the just profoundly important building blocks of America, the thing that keep us free, keep us unlike other countries where repression is is present. One of them is actual freedom of speech. And like John Guandola being shut down and told, you know, you can't speak here because we got a complaining letter from a terrorist organization. And so now that the terrorists have complained, you can't come. And this this attitude is just, um, you know, it, it is, I, I don't mean to overstate it, but it's, it's somehow different. It's viscerally different. It's that, that gut check feeling that says, you know, they feel justified and they do because in part because of the way Obama speaks to them, the way Hillary Clinton speaks to them, the, the whole attitude of the left is we're so morally superior and we're finally in charge and we're going to make everything exactly the way we want it. In fact, there was that, um, uh, I think he was a reporter, Jacob Raskin, a um, a sportscaster, I think he was, mm-hmm. who had to delete his Twitter account <laughs> because he tweeted out a video. This one girl, I think it was a San Jose uh, protest. Um, she was had Trump shirt on, and she was kind of you know twenty sixteen and. Yeah, it's a 2016 acting this cool. Yeah, I'm Trump. And she had Trump shirt on, kind of dancing around. And these protesters, uh, the anti Trump people, threw an egg and got an egg in her face, egg in her hair. And so, you know, she finally got inside the building away from the protesters. But this reporter tweeted out the video essentially saying, kind of like saying she deserved it. Yeah. And, and, And I have to say, I think about the civil rights movement and it was it was it was a movement that was peaceful, at least those that were protesting when they when they would do the marches. And then you had these people attacking them. What is different? People are here trying to just be able to hear somebody speak that they believe in. Again, whether it's left or right, who has the right to physically attack other people for their ideas when they're not the when they're doing this in a peaceful manner? Right. Yes. And the thing about freedom of speech that we've we seem to have lost is it's not freedom of speech of things that you like to hear. It's viewpoints that are different. And it's called let's have an open mind and maybe open conversation, open dialogue about it. But for the left, it is we're going to shut you down at all costs and we're going to get in your face. And what was it? Because you're wrong and we know better. Exactly. You know, I have to say I had this Mm -hmm. thought, too. If you look out at that audience of protesters I mean, they want, I think it was San Jose again. They were chanting, America was never great, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. waving the Mexican flag, wearing Mexican flags, chanting with anger, stop the hate, stop the hate. I mean, a lot of what they were chanting, I find offensive. Mm-hmm. Yes. America was never great. 
probably a lot of ah, my, Trump my supporters right. found offensive. But no one on the right thinks of attacking them, Mm-mm, thinks exactly. of throwing eggs. Nope. This has become a one-way street. The left, I'm telling you, this is it's one of those things you'll look back at, at America, a you know, hundred years from, look back and say, did the people who really are supporting America, did they take really strong steps to stop this? I mean, the police have to take, they have to start rounding people up. I mean, it's one thing to peacefully protest, knock yourself out, you know, wave exactly. a flag. Right. Yes. Put well, like sign. That, I'm all that, for that overpasses for Obama, I yeah. think, or, or something like that. And they, they put impeach Obama on banners and they just have it on top of overpasses. They never go to the extreme of this. And even when it comes to the DNC, do you think any conservative groups or Republicans are going to go out there and be vitriolic like this at a DNC? No, no, they're not going to convention. Do it. And you no. know, I, I find uh, Bernie's ideas, Bernie Sanders ideas, deeply deplorably un-American. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. stand for socialism, stand for, which is the forced redistribution of wealth, which is what, by the way, I didn't say earlier in the show, that's what Obama was doing with this deal right. with Bank of America. Mm-hmm. It's just another vehicle. He found a sleazy way to do it, to force a redistribution of wealth. Well, this is what Bernie Sanders stands for. I find that horribly offensive. Mm-hmm. I find what Hillary stands for and says, very offensive, but you don't have this on the right. You have law-abiding people who mostly have to be at work so they can't spend time protesting. <laughs> but the, the, the concept of having is like mob rule of the political discussion in the country. Well, I wonder if that $412 billion, I think my microphone is off. It, it is getting whacked up. But okay. <laughs> that um, the $412 billion that they received from just Bank of America, I wonder how much of that is being funded with these thugs that are coming to these conventions. That that Laraza huge, yeah. which stands for the race, the, the huge, race. yeah, is, the how, huge, how the big race is, is, yeah. is, is how much are they able to uh, actually achieve their goal? Because this is not going to make Trump less popular. No. Oh, it's, this is electing exactly. Trump. This is the thing that really. This is electing Donald Trump. It will. It is just staggering. Well, this is the second hour roundtable. My good buds, Jenny McGarry and Drinda Randall, and we're talking about the Trump violence. I just I, it, violence at Trump rallies. It matters to see it in the bigger context. This is shutting down American speech, and it needs to be cracked down on by the police. Okay, after the break, we're going to turn to the transgender bathroom polling. Finally, we're doing some polling to find out what America thinks. Very important issue. Talk to you after the break. You're listening to RNCN, the number one source for premium talk radio. Hi, I'm Jean Burke, and I am the creator of College Prep Genius. Colleges go up on their rankings nationally based on test scores. The higher you score, the more money you get. We teach kids that the SAT is a logic test. Every question can be answered in 30 seconds or less. Once a student learns how to take the test, they can raise their score hundreds and hundreds of points, and of course, that's going to give them huge scholarship money. If you want to know how to answer every question in 30 seconds or less, go to www.collegeprepgenius.com. That's collegeprepgenius.com. Hi, my name's Pam Goodwin with Goodwin Commercial. I am the CEO president for Goodwin Commercial. Goodwin Commercial is a boutique commercial real estate company. We specialize in finding site locations for restaurants. We develop property and we help people buy their first investment property. Give us a call today at 214-929-9013 or connect with us on LinkedIn. Also visit our website at goodwincommercial.com. Hi, my name's Steve. 
Stephen Sardone from Sardone Construction. The philosophy behind Sardone Construction is we say that we exist to improve lives uh, through the vehicle of remodeling. We think that obviously remodeling can change someone's life, but we like to think that for the better, whether it's improving the way their family connects at night, the way they connect with their friends, the opportunity to have the friends over because they're not embarrassed of their house or for their kids to be able to have their friends over so that their house can be kind of the main hub for all the neighborhood kids. To find us, you can go to SardoneConstruction.com today. That's SardoneConstruction.com. Hi, I'm Jasmine Dodson, and I am an attorney with Dodson Legal Group. I manage the family law, civil litigation, and estate planning divisions of the firm. Five years ago, I ended up joining the practice because I really wanted to get involved with people and help them make the decisions that are going to affect the rest of their lives. We want to make our clients feel comfortable. We want to make them feel welcome, and we want them to understand that they can trust us with their case. Find us on the web at www.dodsonlegal.com. Give us a call at 469-317-3330. Hi, my name is Ron Newton. I am the president of Peak Training Solutions and the author of the book, No Jerks on the Job. In No Jerks on the Job, I use a surprising source of insight, juvenile delinquents, to show you how to rescue your workplace from what is today's most crucial business problem, the presence of adult brats. My book is an indispensable resource for managers, coworkers, and anyone else dealing with toxic people. To get your copy of No Jerks on the Job, visit www.nojerksonthejob.com. I'm Jason Holt the owner of Load-Bearing Wall Pros. Your home is your biggest single investment. Why let two bucks in a truck guess on what structural members need to be installed in your attic or ceiling? Leave that work to the Load-Bearing Wall Pros. If you're like everyone else and you don't know where to turn to have this wall taken down, look no further. Load-Bearing Wall Pros are here at your service. We remove load-bearing walls to open up floor plans. Visit us at loadbearingwall.com. That's loadbearingwall.com. The world of real estate moves fast and technology needs to be able to keep up with it. If agents and home buyers aren't able to communicate in real time, opportunities can swiftly be missed. With Locator, the communication gap has finally been bridged. Hi, I'm David Mays, co-founder of Locator. I've been a real estate broker for the past 10 years and came from the frustration of buyers not being able to reach agents instantaneously. So that's what we created on demand. Potential buyers now have the ability to immediately connect with a nearby agent, making the home buying process quick, easy, and convenient. Real Locator is free to download. Just grab your smartphone, open the app, see available agents in your area, and connect instantaneously. Real Locator is also the perfect tool for any real estate professional. For real estate professionals, it's a lead generating monster because, you know, you could be at the office doing paperwork and you're going to be able to generate these leads in real time. Download your free version of Real Locator on the Apple iTunes Store today or visit the website at www.reallocator.com. The monster is busy today. Okay, what's on my list? Birthday present for Beth, stop at the electronics store, and then grab a quick bite. Hmm, did that guy leave his shopping bag? Looks like there's a package inside, covered in duct tape. Did he leave it on purpose? That can't be right. Excuse me, security? I just noticed that there's a shopping We all play a role in keeping our communities safe. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. If you see something, say something is used with permission by the New York MTA. In small towns and big cities around the world, Habitat for Humanity volunteers gather. Hammers are raised, bricks are laid, and another family finds shelter in a home they help build. Habitat volunteers are changing lives for the better, and in the process, maybe even their own as well. Support the work in your community or wherever your heart leads you. Volunteer, get involved, and help build it. Visit us at Habitat.org. 
tuned in to the Real News Communications Network, streaming 24 hours a day at realnewscn.com and the RNCN app. Can you hear us now? And welcome back to our final section of Ladies Can We Talk tonight, where I'm joined, I'm joined in my second hour roundtable by Jenny McGarry and Jordan Randall. Okay, so, you know, it seems like we could just find Trump stories to go on and on. He really has provided a most... Um, unique election season, honestly. <laughs> I, I mean, and actually on the left, it's rather entertaining, too. Bernie Sanders, big, big, big um, day on Tuesday, the California primary. Uh, and really, Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton are apparently neck and neck. But, you know, one little, okay, we're getting sidetracked. I do want to talk about the transgender issue, which I said before the break. But one little interesting thing about California is I saw polling, and it was actually all within two or three days and big polling organizations, not just like, you know, a random one. And they had their unbelievably wide variance in the uh, you know, suspected outcome, likely outcome. They had one Hillary's up by 10 points. Uh, another one, you know, neck and neck. One Hillary's up by two. Um, several of them too close to call. I mean, polling, you know, it just is an interesting, um, it's not really a science. It's an art you know, yes. yeah. Agreed. Okay. And then before we get off on the transgender issue, because I really do want to talk about this because this is like an American, it's one of the defining issues. It will be for President Obama. It'll be for Hillary Clinton. Um, but before I do that, I want to take just a moment to thank the sponsor for this show, which is GC Works. GC Works is a Dallas-based company. They perform research in advanced technology and deliver innovative approaches to the oil and gas industry. GC Works, thank you for sponsoring. Ladies, can we talk? Okay, in this final segment, I want to hit the transgender thing. All I want to say about this is I just think there's a world of difference between an abstract concept of truly being concerned for people experiencing gender confusion, which is all it is, or not really. I mean, we've had many discussions on the show before. We've had the American Academy of Pediatrics, other groups coming out saying, this is not a real thing. This is a confused person. And so, but, you know, you still feel empathy for them or sympathy for them. Um, but where America stands when we have the president essentially issuing edicts saying everybody is going to allow men and women showers. That's what he's really saying. And so there've been all sorts of polling over the place, but Jenny came up with some, I guess the biggest polling, because I saw some polling that sounded like a, America's kind of split. A lot of people in New Jersey said half and half. I'm thinking... I don't think so. But Jenny, you have some good polling. Yes. Um, Quinnipiac put out a poll and they have been consistently pretty, pretty on the mark. And, and they polled several different states, including Pennsylvania, Florida, Virginia, a, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of our swing states. Um, and they also had a smaller uh, plus or minus uh, uh, margin of error. I think there's only the highest point was 2.5. And some of the other polls I've seen have been three, three points or higher on the margin of error. So when I'm looking at that, those are, those are some of the things I'm looking at. I'm also looking at breakdowns of the different, uh, the different people that they're polling from. So what we find is uh, their results are, there is only (laughs) a small gender gap as America voters say 56 to 36% that schools should not be required to allow transgender students to use bathrooms and locker rooms consistent with their own gender identity. Men oppose the requirement 63 to 30% with women opposed 49 to 42%. It goes further. Uh, Voters 18 to 34 years old are divided as 45% 
support the transgender requirement with 47% opposed. And as far as the bathroom issue as an issue that's political, the bathroom issue is considered very important to 40% of, I'm sorry, 41% of voters and 27% say it is somewhat important. So there you go. There it is. There it is. You know, it's so interesting. I think that a lot of people, they've talked about this impact in polling where people don't want to sound mean or they even a pollster over the phone. They want to give the nice answer, the thoughtful. So even this where, you know, the effort of the left of President Obama has been to create uh, a sympathy for this transgender idea a sympathy for um, people supposedly um, who are suffering from this. And even with all that sympathy factor, at the end of the day, people are saying, no, we don't want to open restrooms for of women that, uh, to men. I mean, that's all it boils down to is forget all the adjectives and transgendered is do you let men and women showers? The answer is, of course, no, no, no. And the thing that the thing that alarms me about the Quinnipiac uh, poll is that 45 percent of women are are fine with it. I just <laughs> are they mothers? Are they really women? I mean, honestly, <laughs> how can you sit there and think that this is OK? I just, you know, for uh, the one thing that I always get riled up is we on our side of the fence we're not upset about so much as the transgender part of it we know that pedophiles lie yes we know that pedophiles will make this an opportunity for themselves to just go in and do whatever they want there and it's just bizarre but it's funny the aclu uh their interim director uh maya dillard smith she uh has resigned and the reason why she has resigned is because of the fact that she took her two daughters to go to the restroom in their elementary school, and three men came in dressed as women with deep voices, and her children were so visibly frightened. And she didn't, she said that she felt ill prepared to have the conversation with them. So she decided, you know what? I'm going to have to step down. But it's funny to me, what strikes me about this story is. Liberal, liberals are totally about this is compassion. This is a compassion story. But then when it affects them personally, and especially her sweet children that are completely innocent and don't know that this is an, a harmful ideology, she had to sit there and confront the reality of what it does to her own children. And she couldn't do it. Yeah, kind of reality trumped ideology, so yes. to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, on the on the question of Donald Trump and his uh, where he is on this, he came out with a policy essentially saying he was responding to President Obama having issued an executive order. Uh, I guess he hasn't issued an executive order. He is contemplating issuing order, issue a directive, essentially saying that all public facilities, including public high schools, you have to let people use the restroom and showers and locker changing facilities of their perceived gender identity. Translation, you have to let boys and girls locker rooms. And so, you know, this is a it's an interesting um, issue because Donald Trump, his response was, why is this coming from the federal government? Let the states deal with it. And one way he kind of ducked the issue, he, did, he didn't say that's ridiculous, President Obama's ridiculous. On the other hand, it was a good answer. Let states sort it out, let them, let them do as they right. choose to do, which really, when you think about it, where in the Constitution did President Obama think he got the authority to issue an order on this subject? Because there is no answer to that. I mean, he's trying to say what he has said is essentially a condition funding to the schools in the various states if they don't comply with this. But, he, you know, there's no... 
federal authority or logical reason that the federal government should be the one making this policy. But the other thing I was going to say is, you know, in elections years, we always talk about these things. The leading ladies, uh, the two here tonight and all of us, kind of live and breathe politics. And we talk a lot about, you know, what actually drives a voter at the end of the day. I mean, you could list 25 issues, 50 issues, and where is the left on this, and where is the right on this, and what does Hillary say about this, what, you know, what is Bernie, what, but really, you know, we often talk about economic issues drive people, I mean, the wallet, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you say you're not going to have enough money to pay your mortgage because they're raising your taxes, but this is one of those kind of gut check issues, it, I mean, I've heard so many people on the left and the right saying, Stop talking about this transgender stuff. It's really silly. It's getting overblown. It's only 0.3% of the population. Mm-hmm. So it's not really anything to worry about. But it's one of those things you sit back and say, why would Obama tell me and my kids' high school we have to let boys use the girls' locker room? Why? Yeah. I, I have a friend of mine that um, she's gay, and she told me, she goes, I, I am so upset about this issue and it, because it's just wrong on all levels. And the thing is, is that I know we are being used. I know that he cares nothing about us, but he has to use us. And we are a tool right now to make the Republicans. And she goes, for the first time, I see that the mission is to make you guys look as uncompassionate as you possibly can and look like monsters. And this is the way he's going to keep doing it? That's ridiculous. Exactly. No, no, absolutely true. And and clearly, it, it, it's, it is a component of a larger plan, in mm-hmm. my opinion, you know, yeah. a, a larger strategy, I should say, whether it's to make the Republicans and the conservatives look like they are not compassionate or whether or not it's a, 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 a ruse so that other things can get through while we're not paying attention. Yeah. Right. As, as one of our leading ladies, Carrie Kelman, often says squirrel. I mean, yes. yeah. squirrel. <laughs> exactly. Looking squirrel. For, there you go. Yeah. And we but, fall for it every time. We do. But I have to say in this one, I, I love, Jenny, you're making the point about part of a larger agenda. I think that President Obama got the ruling from the Supreme Court that the left was looking for, the essentially validated same-sex marriage in every state, And this is the beginning of this kind of evisceration of the notion of God-given identity, God-given agenda, uh, God-given identity and purpose, and a a, a sense of what life and marriage and and family do for society. And that the left hates that kind of stuff, family, because families pass along values. We don't like that. We want to set values. And, and I just wanted to say one thing. In thinking about a lot of this, I was I was joking around with my kids because they're just like, Mom, what, what what's wrong with this country that we're saying we're talking about this instead of ISIS and people getting killed all around the world? And I just said, you know, I, I guess, you know, this administration just hasn't paid enough attention to Star Trek to know that we are just not with the Borg and we do not want to be assimilated. <laughs> There you go, baby. Well, um, you know, this show races by every week. It's always the fastest two hours of my week. And I always want to go back to, uh, and ladies, can we talk? And to the idea that we're really all about, we talk about all these different stories, and it's not really about being anti-anybody or any policy necessarily as much as, or any person. It's about the idea of embracing and protecting the exceptional identity of America and being the ones who hold on to that. Well, I want to thank our technical director in there, Neil West, my leading ladies. Um, I have, <laughs> we're waving to him, <laughs> Dorinda Randall and Jenny McGarry. Uh, I want to thank our guests tonight. I appreciate Jackie Pick and Katie Kiefer. 
If you want to be in touch with us, email me at ladiescanwetalk at gmail.com. Check out our Facebook page, Ladies Can We Talk. Check out our website. It's just going gangbusters, ladiescanwetalk.org. Love hearing from you. Love talking to you every week. And next week on this show, we're going to have two great guests, Virginia Prodan, author of a new book, Saving My Assassin, and Lisa Luby Ryan to talk about the really big issues related to the pro-choice, pro-life discussion in America. And remember to speak up for America every day. Thanks for listening to Ladies Can We Talk with Debbie Georgiatis. To learn more or to contact Debbie, go to ladieskenwetalk.org. Ladies Can We Talk, truth about America. My name is Ashley Cook, and I am CEO and founder of Zocom. In our industry, we're still having real estate agents drive checks, drive contracts, and it's a huge liability for all the parties. Our customers matter. Zocom is revolutionizing the real estate industry in the way that transactions are done by speeding up the sales cycles, taking out the manual deposit, and connecting the consumers to the title company. It's www.zocom.com, Z-O-C-C-A-M.com. I'm Jason Holsey, owner of Load Bearing Wall Pros. Your home is your biggest single investment. Why let two bucks in a truck guess on what structural members need to be installed in your attic or ceiling? Leave that work to the Load Bearing Wall Pros. If you're like everyone else and you don't know where to turn to have this wall taken down, look no further. Load Bearing Wall Pros are here at your service. We remove load bearing walls to open up floor plans. Visit us at loadbearingwall.com. That's loadbearingwall.com. Hi, I'm Emily Larson. I'm the director of the International Positive Education Network. IPEN is hosting the world's largest festival of positive education, July 18th to the 20th in Dallas, Texas. For more information, visit www.ipen-festival.com. You're listening to RNCN.